A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards, and I am so glad you joined us on the program today, where we are revisiting a topic we uh, first talked about last week. And we'll get to that story in just a moment. Before we do, however, uh, with the political pressure on the left and the woke mob that is the Democrat Party these days, our society is becoming uh, in danger of being controlled by the cancel culture elites. Since when have the founders of our Constitution or the creators of the American flag or figures like uh, Dr. Seuss or virtually anything else you can think of become anti-American? There has never been a better time in our nation's history to stand up against the woke mob and fight back, and you can do just that with this exclusive offer that I'm giving to my listeners and viewers for a limited time only. Now is your chance to win a signed picture by President Trump himself. All you have to do is uh, text the word Trump to 55404 today to enter. Not only will we be taking a stand against the radical left, we'll be entering to win a piece of history. Again, all you have to do, text the word Trump, T-R-U-M-P, to 55404. You can join the millions of Americans in standing up for President Trump in canceling the radical left once and for all. Paid for by the National Republican Committee. You know, uh, actually, the topic of today's show tried to be a senator. Not a Republican senator, a Democratic senator. In 2018, Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke ran for Senate in Texas against Ted Cruz, lost. Uh, and then he decided to run for president in 2020, lost. Anyway, I mean, didn't mean to make it out of the primaries. Uh, and now he's running for governor of Texas. And I think that the third time is not going to be the charm for Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke, uh, particularly given the continued troubles that he is having explaining his position on, uh, heck yes, we're coming for your guns, which he said as a candidate for president back in 2019, right? I believe the specific comment was, hell yes, we're coming for your AR-15s and your AK-47s. Yeah, heck yeah. Now, <clears throat> as uh, a gubernatorial candidate, Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke is, uh, according to the New York Times, haunted <laughs> by his statements of just a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's right. The Times says uh, O'Rourke's remarks during his 2020 presidential campaign are shadowing him in the Texas governor's race, complicating his attempt to pull off a Democratic upset. Yeah, I mean, as it turns out, uh, you know, most Texas voters don't really resemble, ideologically speaking anyway, uh, the Democratic base in a presidential primary. Yeah, how about that? So uh, Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke <clears throat> repeating... This statement that he has uh, made, I think we first saw this last week, uh, talking to the New York Times, saying, quote, I'm not interested in taking anything from anyone. What I want to make sure we do is defend the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Now, the New York Times tried to follow up. I, 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 yeah, tried. Uh, later, they say in a telephone interview, O'Rourke said that he did not regret any policy positions that he took while walking or running for president, while walking for president, while running for president, and denied that he was walking back his comments about, quote-unquote, assault weapons. He said that as governor, he would push for universal background checks and requirements on the safe storage of firearms. Look, here's the thing. <clears throat> and this, I think, is, I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to give Robert Francis Vito O'Rourke campaign advice, but if you said that, yeah, you're coming for the guns, and now you say, I don't want to take anything from anybody. You might not consider that to be walking back your comments, but virtually everybody else sees the contradiction, the inherent contradiction in those two statements. And as a result, 
the believability of Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke, I think is in the toilet right now. In fact, uh, it's interesting. The New York Times actually uh, uh, quoted a couple of uh, individuals who were at a rally uh, for uh, Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke in Tyler, Texas. Holly Gage, who's uh, 40, was there at the uh, park in Tyler, Texas with her family, said, quote, the comment about guns is going to be his biggest problem. She said, my husband is on the fence. It's due to the gun thing. Her mom, Sheila Thrash, said, Texas believes in its guns. Yeah, they do. Texans believe in their guns. But more importantly, they believe in their right to keep and bear arms. And Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke, who, again, the last time most people heard from Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke was when he was saying, hell yes, I'm coming for your guns. And now, not only is he saying, oh, I don't want to take anything away from anybody, now he's saying, I want to defend the Second Amendment. Of course, he's not offering any proposals that would actually do that, right? I want to defend the Second Amendment, but I also want to impose new gun control laws. Well, that's not really defending the Second Amendment, is it? If you are criminalizing aspects of the right to keep and bear arms, you're far from defending the Second Amendment. You are out to destroy it. So, again, the only reason I point this out, the only reason I'm revisiting this is because the New York Times did this big glowing profile on Robert Francis Peter O'Rourke, I I think, in an attempt to uh, help him try to turn things around. I just don't think it's going to work because I think the fundamentals are are working against O'Rourke in this campaign. If you cannot be honest with voters about where you stand, why would anybody vote for you? Now, look, I would never vote for Robert Francis Peter O'Rourke in the first place. But I would at least have more respect. I would at least have some respect. Because <laughs> right now I don't have any. I would at least have some respect for Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke if he were honest. If he would level with Texas voters and say, yeah, I would like to take your guns away. But I don't think I'm going to have the votes to do that in the uh, Texas legislature. So... While I would like to take your guns away, while I don't think that you should be able to own AR-15s or AK-47s, while I would be happy to work with the Biden administration to go after your guns, as governor of Texas, I probably couldn't take away your guns. Like, look, I think that's where Beto O'Rourke honestly stands. I think that's his actual position. No, if he's governor of Texas, Republicans are probably going to control the uh, state legislature. Well, you know, I say that, but I mean, honestly, if the stars align and Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke becomes the next governor of Texas, the Democrats might take over the uh, state legislature too. In which case, maybe he would go full ban. Again, I would assume that would be the case based on his past statements, based on his past history. But Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke isn't giving anybody in Texas or beyond any reason to actually trust a word that comes out of his mouth. Which, by the way, is reflected in the polling data in Texas Real Clear Politics currently has Governor Greg Abbott with a 10-point lead over Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke based on recent polling. Uh, now, we don't know for sure that Greg Abbott is actually going to be the Republican nominee. Uh, primary voting, I guess the primary is March the 1st. Early voting has already begun. Uh, I, I expect that uh, Governor Greg Abbott is probably going to get the Republican nomination. Uh, he seems to be enjoying a, a fairly healthy lead at the moment, but we shall wait and see. But honestly, I think no matter who the Republican candidate is, they're going to be far more appealing to most Texas voters than uh, Robert Francis Gunban Beto O'Rourke.
All right, turning our attention to today's Armed Citizen story, our good deed of the day, and our recidivist report. We'll start there with a story out of Iowa. Man charged in slain a 15-year-old girl was on probation for trafficking a stolen firearm. Yeah, Marshawn Rome Jackson, who's 19, had actually been convicted just a month before this 15-year-old girl was killed, but he didn't go to prison. He didn't go to jail. Even though he had at least two previous convictions, including being on juvenile probation in 2020 when he picked up his first adult conviction for car theft, uh, he was still wearing a GPS monitor at the time, which is why police were able to uh, track him down in that case. He ended up pleading guilty to a lesser charge of operating a vehicle without the owner's consent. He was sentenced to 30 days in jail uh, last February and was out. Uh, February 22nd, 2021. He gets hit with a gun trafficking charge. Officers found a, a stolen 9mm handgun at his home. He admitted to the theft. He pleaded guilty to the charge. And he was sentenced to three years probation. Now, I, I, I guess I, I'm a little puzzled here that Marshawn Rome Jackson pleads guilty uh, not to stealing a car, but, but being uh, of driving a car without the owner's consent. In essence, stealing a car. And he gets 30 days in jail. And then he pleads guilty to stealing a gun. And he gets three years probation. And given deferred judgment. Basically, just keep your nose clean. And we'll wipe this off the books. He had several violations of his probation in 2021. Misting uh, appointments. At least seven of them. Uh, busted for drug use. Missed curfews. Didn't find a job. Um, it wasn't until January of this year, though, that the Lynn County District Attorney's Office filed to revoke his probation, and he was arrested and jailed. While he was in jail, he was charged with assault on a peace officer causing injury. Uh, and uh, while he was in jail as well, he was charged with the shooting again last summer of a 15-year-old girl, Talia Wittes of Peoria, Illinois. She was found dead in the driver's seat of her sister's car in July of last year. Car had crashed at an apartment complex. Iowa State Medical Examiner said that the witness died of a gunshot wound to the chest. Now, that was July of last year. In June of last year, remember, um, Jackson pleaded guilty to stealing a gun and got three years probation. If Jackson had been sentenced even to 30 days, the sentence that he received for being uh, for driving a car without notice permission. Odds are he would have been behind bars and this 15-year-old girl might be alive today. Now, I would argue that Marshawn Rome Jackson deserved far more than 30 days for being found in possession of a stolen firearm. But that's not what happened. Again, given a slap on the wrist, released to the streets, and just weeks later, a 15-year-old girl dies. According to law enforcement officers, because Marshawn Rome Jackson shot and killed her. You think we need more gun control laws? Or do you think we actually need to start putting some teeth in the laws that we have on the books? Now, today's armed citizen story from uh, Maine, where a grand jury and prosecutors have uh, both declined to bring charges against a man who uh, shot another uh, in self-defense. Now, this incident actually happened last June, uh, but we're just now actually seeing some resolution 
to this case. According to uh, CentralMaine.com, uh, Joel Williams of uh, Somerville, Maine, was uh, shot and killed last uh, June 30th during a confrontation at a home in uh, Somerville where he was staying at the time. Uh, Kyle Hunt was also injured in that altercation. Uh, he is the man uh, who uh, police believe uh, shot and killed Joel Williams, but uh, the evidence apparently shows, including eyewitness testimony, uh, that Hunt was acting in self-defense, that he had actually been stabbed by Williams before he shot Williams, uh, killing him. Lincoln County Grand Jury took a look at this back in November, uh, and uh, late last year that grand jury declined to indict uh, the uh, 31-year-old Kyle Hunt uh, with any crime in connection with this incident. Uh, local prosecutors have now decided that they will not be charging Kyle Hunt as well. Uh, so again, according to the uh, grand jury and the local prosecutors, uh, this was a, a self-defense shooting. Uh, by the way, Joel Williams' family disagrees with this. They, they say that they want to see Kyle Hunt uh, face charges. I'm sure that uh, they are suffering greatly, uh, the loss of their son uh, and their uh, brother. But uh, at the same time, I mean, if there have been multiple investigations here, and this shows that uh, this was a, all the evidence points to self-defense, I, I don't know that they're going to get a reversal uh, and see any charges uh, levied against uh, Kyle Hunt, especially with eyewitness testimony. Uh, you know, documenting that uh, Joel Williams had actually stabbed Hunt uh, before he was shot and killed. Uh, finally, today, our good deed of the day, in the right place, at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing to help a Kentucky police officer whose home was destroyed by those tornadoes back on uh, June, or excuse me, back in December 10th. You remember those tornadoes that uh, ripped through Mayfield, Kentucky? Officer James Blackney was on duty that night. He didn't even realize until he got home that his apartment had been destroyed. All of his belongings, gone. And he and his family had nowhere to stay. But thanks to a member of the local community, a uh, gentleman named Micah Seaver, uh, Officer Blackney and his daughters are now safe at home in a brand new home. Well, not new to them, I should say. Uh, living rent-free in a fully furnished house. Again, because of Micah Seavers, they were able to move in shortly after Christmas, just a couple of weeks after the uh, devastating tornadoes. There's Officer Blackney and one of his daughters. He says, um, when we moved in, that's when I let the girls see the house. Said it was kind of a surprise. Said I wasn't even familiar with everything that they had done or what had gone on. I first walked in here and it didn't look like this. It's because Micah Seavers had, along with some uh, other members of the community, painted the walls. He had fixed the porch. He had, you know, really cleaned up the house. Uh, and he said he was happy to do it. He said, we're more than happy to have him as a part of the family and definitely a part of the community. We hope he stays for a long time. He is a good addition to our little area down here. Well, again, in the right place, at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing uh, for Officer James Blackney and his daughters. Uh, kudos to uh, Micah Seavers, all the members of the uh, local community there in Mayfield, Kentucky, uh, for uh, their very, very good deed. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. I want to thank you for being a part of the program as always. We will be back on Monday with another edition. Uh, but until then, be sure to check out BearingArms.com for all of the latest Second Amendment news and information that you need to know about. If you like what you see, yeah, here's here's where the pitch comes. You can always become a VIP subscriber. All you have to do is go to BearingArms.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code GUNRIGHTS and you can get a significant savings on your VIP membership. 
We'd really do appreciate it. It's why when you become a VIP member, uh, and, and thank you for showing your support for the work that we do, we're going to give you exclusive news stories, commentary, analysis, stuff you won't find anywhere else. If you become a VIP Gold subscriber, not only will you get that same exclusive content from Barry and Arms, but you'll get it from the entire Town Hall Media family of websites, including Red State and Twitchy and Hot Air. You'll also be able to uh, take part in our VIP Gold live chats with Hot Air's Ed Morrissey each and every week. Uh, I would strongly encourage you to do so. We have a great time each and every week doing it. But uh, however you choose to support us, we are glad that you're here. We thank you for your support. It does mean a lot to us. We're looking forward to talking to you again. Hope you have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you soon. Until then, be well, be safe, and be free. 